Hello and welcome to the podcast where we unveil a story that you likely have never heard. We also gave it a pretty clever title for that reason. It's called A Story You Haven't Heard. Tales come to you by way of Northern California Water Association. They're hoping to enlighten and inspire you with stories that may just give you a different perspective of the various people and industries. It's doing some great work to help those who need it the most. Today's story is titled A Winter Farmer. And now, a story you haven't heard. The days are colder, the nights are longer, yet somehow in the dead of winter, it's full of life here. Traditionally, this is a slow time for a farmer, but now there's much more going on than meets the eye. Stand on the porch of the ranch house and you'd be treated to what feels like a lakeside view. Only there's no lake. These are flooded rice fields. Take one step in and you'll quickly discover your knees won't even get wet. But below the surface of this murky water lies a tasty treat. Though you and I may pass on taking a bite, it is a protein-packed lunch ready to be served. And it's exactly what the farmer ordered. Only he won't be gobbling it down either. But he knows who will. See, this scrumptious scoop of water is like a ladle at an all-you-can-eat buffet. And there's one thing on the menu. Bugs. But that's okay. To California Chinook salmon, this is the best of the best. It's like you or I dining at Napa's French Laundry or New York City's Delmonico's. It's something to drool over. If only fish could drool. Now, Roger knows there isn't any money in growing these bugs, but he's banking on it leading to riches in another sense. An abundance of salmon. The problem? Young California king salmon aren't getting enough to eat. Sacramento River is too cold, too deep, and lacks the food needed to properly nourish the juveniles. Those insatiable clodosterans they love so much, they die off pretty quickly in the unforgiving river. But on the rice fields, they do just fine. In fact, their populations explode into the billions. And when the fish gobble up these grain-sized insects, they get a bit hefty, thus earning the nickname floodplain fatties. A name not just given, but one they actually wear with a badge of pride. In the marine world, it really is a compliment. Feasting on bugs from the fields, the salmon grow three times the size of their counterparts who are forced to only eat what's currently in the river, which gives these floodplain fatties a greater chance of reaching the Pacific Ocean. But while brave, these younglings can't swim out onto Roger's rice fields, so Roger has teamed up with scientists to create a Blue Apron-style food delivery for the salmon. It's a bit of a process, but first, Roger pumps the water onto the fields during the winter months. Sunlight breaks down the rice plants, the bugs feast on the straw and rapidly reproduce. After a few weeks, this new energized water, full of bugs, is sent out into the river for the young salmon, which engage in a chow down that would make Joey Chestnut seem like an amateur. Get enough of these deliveries, and Roger believes salmon populations will start to rebound. Now, you may not recognize the name of the farmer or even the farm, but this program could be one that helps save the Chinook salmon. Roger Cornwell isn't really concerned about you remembering his name. He believes that River Garden Farms, which spans several thousand acres along the Sacramento River, should play a part in protecting the river's ecosystem. And if the fish leave for good, he says the entire river community takes a debilitating hit. UC Davis and Caltrout are hoping other farmers will follow River Garden Farms' lead. The scientists hope to demonstrate that what Roger is doing can be done on the other 450,000-plus acres of rice fields in the state. 
That, they say, will generate a food factory that could help the salmon make a triumphant return to a population seen more than a century ago. Meanwhile, as winter turns to spring, Roger will go back to growing rice, safflower, wheat, corn, and many other crops. But come winter, it's back to ensuring there's a bountiful supply of bugs once again. And that's a story you haven't heard.